Welcome, guys. I'm your host, Rodney, and today I'm here with a special guest, Ellie. Hi, guys. So, what's been going on? How's life? Uh, life is going. It's, you know, we're vibing with it. We're rolling with the punches. What can you do? What do you do? What, like, what do I do in general? Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest, I'm, I'm sensitive. I'm a crybaby, so I'll, like, cry about it for a good day or two, and then I'll be like, whatever, it's fine. I can see that. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just roast each other a lot. All the time. But anyway, uh, no, so what do you do? Or like, you're in school, you're in RA, right? Yeah, yeah. How's that like? Um, It can be stressful. Uh, <laughs> you know, they kind of market it to be something like super cool and like fun and like something you can put in your resume, which like, yeah, it is at times, but there's a lot more responsibility than you think. Like what? <laughs> Uh, so basically, if anything goes wrong with, like, my students or my residents, like, I'm basically the first responder, which, you know, sometimes, especially in the building that I'm in, it's my peers, it's people that I'm friends with, and, you know, sometimes it's easier in an emergency to deal with strangers than it is your friends, and I've had a couple situations where it has been my friends, so, like, having to separate my feelings for the moment was definitely, like, the hardest part. I could see that because sometimes you have to separate your a your actual like friendships with your actual responsibilities. Yeah. Okay, that's not actually easy to do with anybody, to be honest. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Especially because some people will see that as taking favoritism or choosing a side, basically. Yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, trying to find the balance has definitely been a struggle, especially because like, I don't like to have friction. Of course, it's um inevitable, but. Like, just trying to be like, well, if you were my friend, you wouldn't put me in this position kind of thing has I just been the way that I've been going with it. Like, it's the best outlook on it. No, trust me. I've had a lot of friends where it's basically, well, I guess no longer friends to per se, just people that I know at this yeah. point where they're like, you either choose me or you choose this kind of a thing. The moment you get to that position, I really kind of don't consider you a friend anymore. Yeah. Because at that point, like, why are you making me, what's it called, choose when you know that I almost have no option? Yeah, because, like, I'm a scholarship kid. I do not have any kind of, like, financial backing from my parents because they were just kind of like, oh, you know, you're doing this yourself. So, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm a scholarship kid. This RA thing is saving me, like, almost 10K a year. Damn. So, like... <laughs> If you were my friend and you knew my situation, like, you wouldn't make me, like, pick between my job that's, like, helping me out with, like, 10K and you. You would be respectful and at least try to be sneaky about it and not have it so in my face, if that makes sense. No, that that does make sense. Especially because it's much harder to do everything on your own and either not let your parents help or just try to let them not secretly help you sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, you want to be more of an independent person. And in order to do that, they have to let you go. And I, obviously, I understand that everybody kind of always needs help yeah. to some extent. But if you're willing to do it and go on your own, you can do it. But just know that you're basically almost never alone. You have yeah. your parents to help you out. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, you know you have the backing, but it's almost like you don't want to use it, like, ever. Because... I, at least I'm stubborn in the sense, like, I can do it. I don't need help in, like, all aspects of my life, which, you know, we're working that. on it. So, um, 
I mean, I've been doing pretty good so far, but yeah, definitely um, just being like, oh, I can do it, and I don't need your help, but you know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. That's what I say, because I, I honestly, you can't really, you can't really go through life all, all on your own. Because if you have the help, I'd say, why why not use it? Yeah. Not overdo it, not overuse it, but use it whenever you really, really need it. And that's where I think that a lot of people are uh, either too stubborn to admit or to do, you know? Yeah. Both you and I kind of feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also a Hispanic thing where you're just like a pride sensible thing where you just want to do it all on your own definitely yeah <laughs> but even we have to admit sometimes we got to let that go yeah and it's a work in progress yeah we're working <laughs> on it we're working on it so <clears throat> what are some stories what are some stupid stories if i may ask with people <laughs> uh so i had some oh my so people come into life to college without any life skills. I'm going to be completely frank about this that. This is absolutely true. Uh, luckily for me, my mom kind of was like, had the mindset, like if I didn't make you self-sufficient and like being able to be on your own, I failed as a parent. Like, cause That's she was fair. like, if I die tomorrow, like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't be helpless. So do you have an answer for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'd be sad, but it's like, I'm not going to just... That- Obvious, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna let like. <laughs> You're not gonna be like, all right, she's gone. That's. I don't know. You know, some people are just like, oh, like heck yeah, like let me get that will or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'd be sad, but like, my life wouldn't crumble just because like I didn't know how to cook all of a sudden, and now, like, I'm gonna be starving or relying on takeout or like I can't do my laundry. I don't know how to wash dishes and stuff, which sounds really dramatic, but. These people are coming into college totally not without knowing, any of that without <laughs> it. Um, and so I had a couple of guys on um, the third floor. They started a fire, trying to cook steak for the first time. <laughs> and so it was my duty night, unfortunately. And it feels like everything always happens on my duty night. There's no. Missing. Nothing else happens on Nothing anybody else. other night. And so, like, the fire alarm's going off. I'm, like, evacuating people. And there's people outside, like, pissed. Because it was during, like, the World Series, too. And so people were, like... That wasn't that long ago. It, yeah, it wasn't that long <laughs> ago. And people were, like, oh, my God, those idiots with the steak. And I was kind of, like, what are you talking about? Because, truthfully, I had just gotten home from work and went straight into my duty shift. So I had not heard anything that was going on in the building. And so I was talking to the guys that they were referring to and they were like, I'm sorry, Ellie, like we just wanted to be bougie and like cook, but we didn't know how. And so we put everything like on high because we thought it would just cook no. faster. <laughs> and, you know, we just, it just started, but it's okay. We knew that we had to cover it and not put water on it, which at least thank God for that because all that newsflash <laughs> oil fires you cover you Splash. smother and so i was just like oh my goodness and like that's something i knew that's common sense to me but something i've had to remember is like what's common sense to me isn't always, always common, common sense to other else. people so yeah. that was like one that was like harmless it was like see this is why i say you should always learn the basics of life skills and when i say basics i mean the basic basics how to cook at least a small portion i'm not telling you to like go and like 
you know, make a five star <laughs> steak <laughs> or something. But like, I've known people that couldn't make spaghetti. Oh gosh. I've known people that for some reason didn't know how to do laundry. You know, like you said, <laughs> some people also, and this is what I hate when people tell me this, even at work, they say that they clean their dishes in the dishwasher, right? You know, that's what a like dishwasher is for, but they literally just put the plate in. Oh, and God. <laughs> exactly. You're supposed to scrub off the food and then use it. Personally, I don't use a dishwasher. I don't use a dishwasher either. <laughs> it's a drying know. rack. <laughs> Low-key dishwashers give me the creeps because I'm like, I'm not scrubbing if... Right? And then, like, you know, you don't know how long people leave things sitting in there. How long has it been since they cleaned the dishwasher? I don't know. I'd just rather wash everything by hand and then, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like, most people, like, get already prepped foods. You know, frozen foods, Mm -hmm. microwave it. Their best friend is Chef Mike. That's basically it. Some people I've met that don't even know how to work a stove. And... Some people, like some families, I want to say, don't know how to use their own kitchen. Like their kitchen is spotless. And they're, I ask them, oh, so what do you guys like cook for, for, for anything? I'm like, oh, we don't really cook anything. They're a takeout family. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Just either order things online or buy frozens, kind of warm them up. We don't really use the stove too much, you know? <laughs> and as like coming from a, you know, Latino background and everything, you're always, always using that stove to the point yeah. that it breaks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mom went ham when we moved into the house that we got recently. Um, she, like, saw the rinky-dink stove, and my mom likes to cook. She likes to bake, so she was like, I'm going to get a heavy duty. She dropped, like, seven grand on, like, this oven and stove that has, like, six burners on it, and I mean... Okay. I mean, mine go, only has three right there, but you I'm know. like, go off. Like, <laughs> she definitely uses it, but like, that's good yeah, though. Like, see, but you're actually buying something for the purpose of using it. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't imagine just like having stuff and not utilizing it, especially because takeout is so expensive. Like, why would you? I don't know. Well, it'd be see, like that. If you order like one meal a day, basically, let's just say for yourself, that's what, $10 ish? If you order like a full meal, let's round it out to $10. Like, are we talking like McDonald's or like an actual restaurant? Because I, f- so oh, that's a difference. That's a huge difference right there. You, uh, let's go with about McDonald's. About McDonald's. So <laughs> then, yeah, like ten dollars <laughs> roughly for one person, and like I'm a family of four, so it's me, my little sister, and my parents. That's forty bucks a day. Day, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hard, and that's just McDonald's. Like, yeah, there's other stuff too. Please. And if somebody wants add-ons, can I get a milkshake? Can I get this? Yeah, with the delivery free and stuff. Which, honestly, I'm kind of happy for because that actually kind of widens the jobs for everybody just, like, delivering and stuff kind of at your will. But it also makes people really lazy. <laughs> really lazy. Yeah, I feel that. No, I feel like if, what's it called, you're ever put in, in a, a situation where you're kind of all alone, independent for your first time, or not even your first time in general, uh, like, more, like, completely, completely, like, alone, right? I feel like not only will the most basic of life skills will help you, but YouTube is a huge source. I, so that's what I told those guys. I was like, you couldn't have YouTubed it? Like, you just had to try to, like, uh, pardon my French, but, like, free ball this? Like, you literally just went ham. And they're like, well, you know, it just seemed easy, easy enough. No. And I was just like, oh, my God. Even, it's, like, TikTok. There's, like, TikTok cooking videos. Like, they could have looked there. Ten-second videos right there. No. Yeah. But, like, I'm talking about, like... <laughs> oil changes to your car i'm talking about like even 
small plumbing issues. I'm talking to like the the basic of basics. If you learn yeah. all the basics, you can survive for a long time on your own. But if you could barely do, you know, <laughs> not even like cooking proper steak, <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> no, it might be a little bit of an issue. I, and it's really surprising, like how much, because you know, one or two people here and there, like okay, fine, but like the amount of people that show up without any life skills is like overwhelming. I actually was like considering putting on like a basic cooking program <laughs> because we're supposed to have programs and the the building that I live in has kitchen. The kitchens are like mini apartments. So I was like all these fools have this kitchen and they don't know how to cook or they're setting fires like unintentionally like Maybe this is something I should do because obviously they need the help and like I need to do the programs per the requirements of my job. That's good. It's so I was like, both. please, like I'm just probably going to have to do this and show them because yeah, this is crazy. No, see, even if you're in college, you're still not done learning. Mm-mm. Even in life, you're still not done learning. Yeah, definitely. And the amount of college kids that we have, like in this area, like alone. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of us. Well, that's the thing. And yet, it's we're mostly like in a white neighborhood-ish kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the amount of takeout, the amount of food that's just ordered in general, like even coffee beans, Starbucks, yeah, just like basic drinks. And yet, I don't want to say like you automatically have to learn how to cook or anything, but don't rely so much on takeout. Yeah. Like, again, one, it's really expensive. Two, it cannot be good for you to just constantly be eating takeout. I mean, unless you get your veggies, which, fine, get Can't your express. veggies. But, like, <laughs> just generally, I home cooking tends to be better for you. So, like... So, a small story, like, when I was, like, going to college and everything, I could barely afford food, yeah. right? Uh, yes, my parents were here, but I was, like, barely even home. Like, I was either working or going to school, you know? Uh, So what saved, but what also killed me uh, were the best thing in the world, which was ramen. Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) 25 cents. Ramen or die. (laughs) Ramen or die. I, yeah. Half of our pantry in my little apartment thing is ramen. (laughs) I'm not even going to say anything. But look, look. We kind of, like, supplement it, though. We, like... So, we, like, cook actual chicken to put in it. Like, I'll go to Trader Joe's. I'm a Trader Joe's. That's (laughs) good. See, I'm a Trader Joe's fiend. So, and, you know, Trader Joe's is kind of expensive compared to, like, your regular grocery store. But, like, for the quality, it's not that bad. I'm Quality over quantity. I'm, like, I'm willing to, like, fork out the extra dollar or so. So, we go to Trader Joe's and we buy all the frozen veggies, like, the bags of frozen chicken. And then, like, we just add it to our ramen. See, that's a much better thing to do. That way you still get the taste of ramen, but you're also eating what you need to eat. Yeah. The actual protein and the actual, like, vegetables and stuff. Unlike some people, in other words, me, who would (laughs) (laughs) literally buy the cup, put the hot water in, and then continue working. Please, maybe that's why you're so salty. You eat so much ramen, all the sodium is just built up in you. I'm going to put that... No. No. (laughs) Oh, the insults. They're lovely. No, but... (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, no, the, the main reason was also because time, a lot of people yeah. are struggling with time. Like, at least for me, it was tough to, like I said, go to school, go to work. I barely saw my family. I'm like, just, I'm just there just to sleep <laughs> I, yeah. at that point. And I'm like, a lot of people have that issue. I totally get that. Yeah. It's insane. I try to do like the whole meal prep things like on Sundays it hurts because Dude, it's oh my <laughs> please usually i forget the f i even like made the food or like i'm just so like busy rushing around it just stays in my fridge so like the thing about meal wild. prepping too is that like i feel like you already know what you're gonna eat and then by that time you're like i'm not really feeling that particular item anymore so you're like skipping it so that's how i was like freshman year definitely especially because like I loved my roommates freshman year, but they definitely, like, kind of enabled me to spend money um, because they were from Influences. wealthy. Yeah, they were from, <laughs> like, wealthier backgrounds, like, more well-off, and they, I was the only one who worked and was doing it on my own, so they would be like, no, well, it's fine, it's fine, like, we'll just go get something, and I'd be like, okay, but, like, this year, um, my roommates are, they're not the same ones, obviously. But they're also kind of, in a sense, like, doing it on their own. So they're helping me, like... We're holding each other accountable and being like, we cannot spend the money. That's like, good. We have to eat the, like, meal prep. And luckily for me, like, um, one of them's half Armenian and then the other one's, like, white. Whatever. She actually knows how to cook, which is great. Like, no offense. Um, but, like, it's not always just me cooking. Like, they cook sometimes. So it's not like I'm getting yeah, the same thing over and over. <laughs> So, like, we'll meal prep for each other, and then we just are like, okay, we have to suck it up. Like, this is what we have to do, because we, we pay our own bills, we're paying for school on our own. Like, it sucks, and it's kind of annoying, but, like, you have to do what you have to do. No, that much I agree with. And uh, the hard part is taking the days off. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I Yeah. Overwhelming yourself. <laughs> Don't come from my throat like that. I know. It'd be like that. Well, like on on a regular day, like on a re regular weekly basis, what do you do? Um. So. Like, what's your day to day activity kind of a thing? So it kind of changes depending on the day. Like, this semester like should be a lot better time wise. So, I'm only scheduled to work like in the mornings on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday before class, and um the the bulk of my classes are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, basically, after 2 o'clock on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm free. But then I also have, like, duty days. I have uh, random RA stuff I have to do. So, I have to, like, check in with every single one of my residents at least four times a semester. And it has to be, like, a conversation. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, they're here. Like, I have to go and document, like, yes, I had a conversation with them. With this person. Yeah. And... On my block, I have at least 60 to 70 people. Damn. So that's a lot of people. <laughs> and um, so I have to do that. Keeping up with like the hall decorations, flyers, advertisements for programming. And just like, uh, so we have documentation. So if people like, you know, don't abide by the rules, I have to write them up for it. Um, like, I have to have staff meetings, one-on-one -on -one meetings with my supervisor, one-on-one -on -one meetings with my uh, senior resident assistant. So, like, that's, that takes up a good chunk of time. And then homework. I have never been one to just 
take pull it 12. off the last minute <laughs> well i i'm like a grade a procrastinator i will admit that but like i've never been one to just take the like bare minimum so i don't take 12 credits in a semester i'm always taking at least 15 don't overwhelm yourself too much yeah so this this semester i only have 16 and i say only 16 because my freshman year and then last semester i had like 17 and 18 a semester yeah see that's a little too much so (laughs) i was like let me cut back you know 16 still is kind of a lot but it's less than i used to have so you know i have a lot of homework and then it's junior year so getting into like the nitty-gritty classes not necessarily just the gen eds um is gonna be a lot more of a workload for sure but i definitely cut back on my hours at work which is that's good painful but like you gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) i'm here for school not just to work so agreed for all of you guys that think that you guys like should get more and more hours and stuff yes the money's good don't get me wrong (laughs) i used to be the same way uh and school was a priority yes but so was work Mm -hmm. that was kind of my mistake to an extent uh because it would always like call me in uh extended hours so i always did but also struggled to keep my work up because in high school i never procrastinated as soon as they give me the assignment i'm like i'm gonna finish it I challenged myself to finish it. You are better than I. I always forget. <laughs> oh, no, all that turned out to be useless. <laughs> all that turned out to be useless. Because then when I got to college, I was, for the first year, I guess for the first two years, it worked out easily. Okay. Uh, I didn't overwhelm myself. I only took, I think, 12, 15 credits max. And work wasn't calling me too much in. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, like, time passes and stuff. So they call you more and more in and stuff like yeah. that. You're uh, considered more and more reliable and stuff. And then uh, I was working two jobs at the time, too, just so I can get more money. That was also stupid. <laughs> I feel that. I, w- I was working on campus, but I still had two jobs, technically. So, yeah, I vibe with it. I get it. No, yeah. A lot of people, uh, what's it called, are working to pay off bills, to pay off, like, they're, like, a lot of people are actually getting bills for the first time. And they're like, what, what is this? What do I do? You know, I've had some people tell me just like, I don't know how much I pay for water. I was like, is this how much I use in water? And then a lot of guys, particularly the guys I say, because from the guys that I've met, they're realizing that the electricity bill is so high. And the reason for that, as far as I know, (laughs) your PC, your PS fives and all that getting a a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. But uh before that like as i was still going you know to college and working and stuff i realized that it's overwhelming on my body in a sense and i feel like a lot of people need to hear this this part where do not overwhelm your body or your mind because that could just take a toll on you in general and cause you to have multiple mental breakdowns oh my gosh yeah that was definitely me this semester I was going through, there was like a lot of things that kept happening and it was like one thing after the other, after the other. It piles up. And like, again, on like, you know, to getting the help when you need it, I was like, it's fine. Like people have it worse. Like I can handle it, which look, yeah, people do have certain things worse that there's no denying that, but your worst experience is still valid and it's still the worst you've ever experienced. 
So you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. And great, great answer. <laughs> that is something, you know, I've been working on, especially like this semester when all the things are happening. I like was refusing to ask for help. I was like, I can do it. But then like I started getting sick, like physically too. Like I kept like recatching bronchitis or like, you know, just not feeling great. And then I wasn't taking care of myself because I was so stressed out about other things, which was making it worse. And like, I finally was like, okay, yeah, I need to reach out. I need to ask. And like from there, it got a lot better. Like, obviously I'm not perfect and I'm still struggling. I'll admit that. But like, it's a lot better than what it could be and what it was. I feel like any help you can get, you should at least reach out for. Yeah. Because uh, I've known a lot of people that say like, yeah, I can do it on my own. I'll do it by myself. You know, I don't need help. Although I completely agree with that. I do say that that is still the wrong answer because just because you can do something by yourself doesn't mean you should does not mean you should definitely do it all on your own because if you have the resources if if you have the help go for it take it you don't have to take all of it don't get me wrong but take some of it either take some time off of work or I don't want to say take less classes because I feel like what you're striving for is mostly for your education that's what I say if for some reason you rely more on working then that job that you have better be what you're willing to commit to yeah. like for example if you're if you're saying that i would rather work more in fast food for some reason <laughs> then you better be damn ready to be a, a manager more than a manager if anything a district manager you better be willing to climb yourself up there without the education that you think you need yeah i just say get it regardless but also take your time because a lot of people think that they don't have enough time in this world or that like they have to finish at a certain point. What do you feel about that? Um, I definitely feel like the having to finish at a certain point because I'm first gen. Um, I'm the first person in my family, in like my extended family too, to go to like university, like straight off of high school. I'm doing it by myself. I'm a girl, which, you know, Hispanic culture, that's like not the norm so um it's like the I'm like oh my gosh how do I say this they're proud of me and they're supporting me but they have certain expectations of me to like finish and you know that's cool of them and like even if I take longer to finish they're not going to be mad at me for it because I mean I'm the first one doing it but I definitely kind of am like well, I would just want to get this done and over with because I plan on getting my master's as well. So it's like... It takes time. It takes time. But um, at the same time, like, what good is it if you're, like, rushing through and, like, you're not having a good time, you're not absorbing the things you're supposed to be learning, like, you're stressing yourself out. Like, life should be enjoyable at least half the time or most of it. Like, it shouldn't just be constant struggle. So I have to remind myself to be, like, okay with, you know, going a little bit slower than I wanted to or, like, you know, taking the step back and being, like, well, these are my priorities. These are the things I need to do to, like, do good for myself. Like, they'll be there regardless of whether or not I finish it. Like, and I'm going to finish it. Like, I've, you know, there's no denying that. But, you know, giving myself the grace to be, like, okay, just chill out. It is not that deep. Um, it has been a big thing. 
No, there are people like well into their 40s getting their master's degrees and stuff. There are people going back to school because in their 20s, they kind of gave up on it or their 30s, you know, like, okay, I enjoyed my 20s. Now I'm going to go do something. So a lot of people make mistakes in life. A lot of people have their own choices. But I feel like no matter what, what, what age limit you are, what, where you're at, y- you have the time to finish if you really, really wanted to. Yeah. Another thing about just the parents in general that I got to say to them is that the pressure that they're going to put on their children, in, in a sense, some people put on a little too much pressure. We're like, oh, you have to finish by this time. You have to get married by this time. Mm. Why don't you have kids yet, basically? Oh, I know. <laughs> no. But I feel like they need to understand that this is no longer their life mm-hmm. kind of a thing. This is their child's life. Let them be them. Because I've, okay, so I've met a few people. I met two people. They were college dropouts, basically. Mm-hmm. I think they dropped out like they were like 18 or 20, like the first semester of college, basically. They kind of gave up because it wasn't the same. It was self-learning. Mm-hmm. And then I think four years later, right, I reunited with them and uh, they're, one of them was thinking about just going back to college. The other said that their parents gave up on them, but he did like experience some life and like was like thinking what he wants to do and stuff. But through his own, what's it called? His own thought process, like dealing with life on his own, he, he figured out what he wanted to do. He was just like, okay, I want, uh, what was it? I want to be an engineer of some kind. I want to work Mm -hmm. with the wood and stuff. So I got to go to do this and this and this, you know? So he uh, was, I think, taking a trade school. I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, trade schools. And he was working on, like, geometry and shapes to basically do more construction work. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like if you could do it on your own and you have your own epiphany of what you want to do or what's what's going to what's gonna guide you in life, I feel like you have the time to just take a deep breath look within yourself and see what you actually want to do in life yeah fortunately like I kind of had an idea a general idea of what I wanted to do as soon as I hit middle school because I was always like thinking ahead and um you were ahead of the game (laughs) I I was trying to be I really was I won't lie and you know I wanted to be so many different things I like dinosaurs I like the stars so I was like oh, maybe paleontology, what about astronomy? And then I was like, that's too much math. I don't like math. That's um, fair. That's and fair. so, like, those those are kind of, like, cool. But I was like, you know, that's not exactly what I want to do. I've always really liked helping people. And education has always been really important to me. Um, my grandparents came to the United States, like, in the early 70s, maybe the late 60s. So, like... Um, at least my grandmas, both of my grandmas, they didn't get to finish school. And I mean, my maternal grandma, she totally loves learning and she would sit with me and ask me questions about my homework and stuff. And I saw like how important education was to other people. And I realized that I took it for granted. That's um, good. You realized that in an early age. I did. I really did. Um, cause you know, my family, at least my mom's side of the family and my parents were never afraid to be like honest with me in an age appropriate way. So, like, they would talk to me about stuff. They didn't shy away from, like, things like that. So, understanding that she had to sacrifice a lot because she was the oldest daughter. Um, I was kind of like, well, that's that really sucks. And I'd like to help people, like, if they want to, like, get back into it. Or, like, I don't know, just continue the education journey in general. 
So I wanted to be a teacher at first, but then I realized more that what I wanted to do was like help people find what they want to do like after like you know your basic high school education all right and i feel like the four-year university is pushed all the time um if you ask me it's bs of course it is <laughs> you, yeah you do not need to go to a four-year it's not for everybody i say that as i'm going to a four-year um, oh but still it, but yeah it's not for everybody and you know academics like to that extent isn't for everybody and that doesn't make you less important in society i don't think but i feel like that narrative is pushed all the time but people forget about trade schools all the time so like when you were talking about your friend going to trade school i was like you know people forget that that's an option because you know the four year the four year the four year and you know community college isn't a bad thing either no a lot of people just think that they have to have one the highest grade the high the biggest brain and stuff just to get it a good decent job that's not all, yeah, all that's always the definitely case definitely not the case and i think that um so i'm studying psychology i'm trying to get my bachelor's in psychology and then trying to get my master's in pupil personnel services so being like an academic counselor is a goal um but my particular focus is i want to work in like underserved communities and working with programs like avid or like trio and upward that's bound good. and that kind of stuff um because like I don't know. I feel like especially in like lower class areas, lower socioeconomic areas, uh, kids don't necessarily always have all the support from their parents because, you know, they're struggling. So, you know, the idea of like you have to work, 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 it sometimes like overtakes the idea of education. And I think sometimes people just need somebody to believe in them. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but, like, if I could be, like, the one person that believes in, like, some kid somewhere and helps them get to where they want to go, like, it's I would kid. rather do that. Like, No, a lot of people forget about location. Mm-hmm. So, some people in some areas where they think, oh, that doesn't happen here, you know, for miles and miles yeah. and miles. And they're like, we don't have that or something. Or... Uh, this school is just not going to get enough money, enough funding for the education. And because these students are in this area, they're never going to achieve too much. Mm-hmm. And they do have a point to one to one extent, which I'm going to say is that the only reason they're not going to get that far is because the teachers themselves also didn't get that far and they're not qualified to teach the students yeah. what what's more, basically. And I feel like online school is a perfect opportunity for that mm-hmm. because if let's just say a child is like a protege, right? Mm-hmm. And the teacher literally feels like they're not qualified. I still feel like that teacher's responsibility and if they're really caring to be, uh, what's it called? A figure for, uh, for that student, they really need to push them on, what was it? On a, doing an online system basically Mm -hmm. to see a better education that they cannot give them yeah like even the biggest quote that i think is is true is that sometimes that the student surpasses the teacher no yeah you know and you can tell by a bunch of smart asses sometimes that they just like with the stupid test answers (laughs) (laughs) like one question i remember in high school was the stupid what do you call uh water in its solid state and you're supposed to give an explanation. And the best explanation somebody gave was just ice. Like, yeah, I'm like, that's true. <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, that's what it is. So. No, and then I saw that like multiple test answers like on videos on YouTube, and I was like, that was mine. That was one of my questions. Oh my gosh. But no, um, I do think that like, when it comes to being, I want to say, an image to somebody, uh, most people don't realize that it, like, depending on where you live, depending on the location, you're only have so many sources like people in the ghetto people in the suburbs people in rich neighborhoods completely different education oh, yeah. and another thing is how those students take that indication education when it comes to rich neighborhoods some uh what's it called the rich kids might just say i'm already gonna pass you know i have this like mm-hmm. basically privilege to, to some extent and then the suburb kids, which I feel like are the most balanced, but also kind of slobs. <laughs> oh my god, I have a good like a good story for this. So for um, in high school, so I'm from like a small beach town, and like half of the community was super affluent, and then like the other half is you know we're just hanging out, just trying to get by, and um, I ended up having a boyfriend from like San Diego. And, which is really funny, we're good friends to this day, and I I still clown <laughs> on him for this, like, to this day. But, um, in high school, like, I was a tryhard, but, like, my parents never paid for, like, tutors or anything like that, or, like, the SAT prep and stuff. That was, like, stuff I YouTubed, Googled, like, I was all <laughs> up in that, like, trying to figure it out on my own. And my my friend, I adore him, he's great, but he comes from a very, very affluent area, in San Diego and so he was like watching me like struggle like YouTubing and stuff and he was like you don't just get a tutor I was like what you know how expensive a tutor is I was like what do you mean and he was like so uh the closest so my academic counselors bless their hearts uh they kind of sucked um I was like I went into their office one time and I was like you know well like what do I need to take what do I need to do and they were just kind of like I don't know, as long as you meet the requirements to graduate, which, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean, like, so, like, for the UCs, you have to be A through G qualified, whatever that means. So, like, I had to go actively, like, look that stuff up, and, like, that that was my academic counselor, but my friend from San Diego, he was like, you don't have, like, a college counselor like that helps you fill out applications and stuff i was like boy are you out of your mind i was like i didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) and like just like little things like that that he took for granted all the time i was like dude i would kill to have a tutor because my ap stats class i con academied and i youtube that i taught myself the whole (laughs) course because my teacher was like only knew how to teach in one way and we were all screwed in that class. It really does depend on the teacher too, yeah, so, how they deliver their message. Yeah, so I was constantly like, you know, teaching myself that class and like he was like, Just get a just get a tutor and I was like, I don't have that option. Like, are you <laughs> what? A lot of people forget that that <laughs> sometimes it is too difficult to get an option like that. Yeah. So like they think that like, oh, it's going to be super easy if you just do this. Yeah. The thing is, sometimes you don't have that option. Like for you, you said it was tough to get a tutor. Yeah. Or for the most part, to see if tutors even existed. <laughs> and like, financi- like financially, bless my parents, They, if I would have asked them, they would have like put out even more money, money to try to help. And like, you know, I was doing club softball. I was trying to get scholarships, which, you know, I got offered. But like, 
they were paying a lot of money for a softball month because I was on the club team and like you know tournaments traveling my equipment was expensive I was yep. a catcher so like that was like one more thing that they would have done for me because you know furthering my education my success but like I don't want them to have to like that's a huge respect I have for you because like thinking about others is I want to say the best way especially if they're on your, your own parents mm -hmm. and I know that the thing is like your parents will go to the ends of the earth to help you out with your education and stuff but at the same time you also don't want them to take the toll on them and I feel like as parents they can also see that they can take a few steps back and relax and this is comes again with the time thing because if anything th they should have the right to let their child have the time not make you go like insanely fast with your education and stuff but also not take a toll on their bodies because they're also the people that brought you here you want them to be happy and you don't want them to yeah. to struggle like further and i like have massive respect for my parents they're they're crazy i'm not gonna lie uh they got married at 20 and 21 and, oh, I cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they had me at, like, my mom, I think, was about to, like, turn 23 that October. And then my sister came, like, 14 months after me. They got on the whole family and Mary train super young. And, you know, they've admitted, like, we, because I guess we're generally pretty close in age for, you know, parent-child. Uh, they, like, confided in me, like, yeah, like, well, we're glad that we have you. Like, I wish, like, I would have slowed down and, like, you know, we were really irresponsible financially, like, you know, we weren't emotionally mature enough, so, like, getting here is, like, a big thing, um, and I remember financially, like, I never went hungry, I was never, like, homeless or anything like that, I just knew we struggled a little bit, and, um, like, they've come a long, long way, and they're, they're doing so well, and I'm so proud of them, but, like, I remember definitely in high school, I, like, would think about, like, yeah, they struggled so much, and, like, they're doing so good now, but, like, trying to give them that peace of mind, like, yeah. you don't have to worry about me too much, like, you do good with yourself, um, definitely was, like, a motivator to, like, I can do this, and that was something, uh, some of my friends from San Diego, because I have a whole group of them now, uh, they were just, they had the privilege to not have to think about that, which I'm so grateful that, you know, they didn't have to think about that, but it definitely, like, I think it changes the way that you look at things in life in general, not necessarily just your education. Like, you're more appreciative. Not saying that my friends aren't, because they are grateful that they have the opportunity to go to school and stuff. But, you know, I think it's a little bit different when you have to do it on your own versus, like, you know. No, I feel that. One of the things that I like about talking with people in general is the other side. And what I mean by that is, so I've had multiple people come and go in my life. I had multiple, multiple friends, multiple acquaintances, now I call them, because I wanted to get what in their head and their thought process, right? Yeah. And one, one person in particular caught my eye because they had everything, right? And the privilege on this person, it didn't make me mm -hmm. jealous, but it made me laugh. So basically... They not only had everything they wanted, but they dropped out of school because they didn't think they needed it and stuff. <laughs> and then I just wanted to have a conversation with this person. I was like, okay, so you have everything that's given to you. But then you realize that it's their state of mind that, that's wrong. Because some people don't get enough attention. Yeah. 
and they'd rather have attention than an education because they never received that when they were little. They never received that when they were young. I personally never really cared. Mm-hmm. But you do see a huge difference in like a different side of another person. So I've seen many. Uh, the funniest thing about this person is that they were a, they were a colored person. They were not white. <laughs> <laughs> they were a colored person. Oh, my God, Rodney. The proper term is POC now. Person of color. What the fuck is the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Colored has racist uh, connotations. We can get into that another time. I got you. See, I don't care. But, you know, some people. Okay, society. (laughs) What the the fuck am I missing here? Uh, You know, there's just some terms that are more... I, how is this explained to me? Because I, I used to do the same stuff all the time. But basically, like... This is a little important because of the, this little podcast here that we're doing. Yeah, so. so, like, I guess, like, certain things are, like, more racially charged than others. So, like, That's, I guess okay. people of color is more, like, neutral because, you know, just people of color. Or colored people. That's... So, color, I guess colored people is, like, okay, like, back in the days, like, they'd be, like, colored people over here and, like, the white people over here. So, like... Um, and then, I, I can see that, but I still don't see the difference. And then I see, look, look, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't either, but like out of respect for others and okay, the things okay, that they okay, tell okay, me, okay. I'm just like, you know, I'll go with it. Like, like there's a lot of things where I'm just, I'm gonna be like, honest. This is the first time I'm encountering this. Really? Morning. Yes. See, I, okay. So I go to like this private university and like a lot of them are like white conservative, like kind of Trumpy ish. But then, like, there's the other half that's, like, super, like, liberal, like, social justice warrior, which, that's so cool. I think, you know, the whole social justice movement is good to, like, an extent. The extremities in anything are always something, like, you worry about. But, like, I don't know. I guess the knowledge that I've gotten. Because I grew up in a predominantly, like, Hispanic and white area. Um, So... I feel like there's a lot of things that we just let slide there. So it was just like whatever, like uh, verbiage at least. Verbiage wise, yes. I almost, okay, growing up, at least for me, my mouth got me in so much trouble. Uh, mostly because I am not a person to go on social media, which is, that's obviously <laughs> changing. But I was never one to keep up with the times. I was never one of to... I, I, I followed my own news where my eyes and ears led me to, basically. Mm-hmm. So I said a lot of shit <laughs> <laughs> that I got scarred for. And I, uh, a small story on the side note. Um, there was this one time where I didn't know what the diff. Well, I knew the difference, but I kind of mixed them up between first world and third world problems. <laughs> I... I prioritized first world problems thinking in my head that it's like, you know, the fires on in Australia, that's a first world problem. That's what, you know, we're supposed mm. to be in charge of first, you know, oh it's gosh. first, it's important. So I kept telling people, <laughs> I don't care about third world problems. Oh, <laughs> so that's what got me into trouble. That's okay. what it's the, the terminology that gets me into like into so much trouble and i feel like throughout making this this is what my third fourth podcast fifth podcast i lost count i don't know Uh, with with a different person (laughs) but when it comes to like talking to people and stuff um i feel like that is that is the thing that gets me the most in trouble (laughs) no yeah i feel that without me realizing it (laughs) so i think it wasn't until like getting to college that um like, people were, like, educated. So, 
like just as an example the difference between like african-american and like black i like i just always use them like uh synonymously like they meant the same thing to me but it wasn't until like i sat down with one of my there's, friends okay that, that part i was gonna say there's a difference there. yeah so <laughs> i sat down with one of my friends who's black and she was like well i'm not from i don't have any kind of ties to africa because my family's was taken you know like back then they were taken and like that's how we got here so i don't have i'm not i can't say i'm african-american i'm a black person in america but i don't have any ties to africa which totally like makes sense and but i never would have thought about it unless like somebody brought it to my attention there's also other interpretations when people say that they're egyptian too they're technically african-american as well yeah because i've met a person who was from egypt basically and he basically said like yeah my parents came here uh what's it called a long time ago i was like he was taken when he was like one right so he grew up here and he's like oh technically i'm african-american basically and then a lot of people just said well you don't look black and i was just like i was like there's multiple countries in africa in general and not only that uh it's it's like a huge i want to say what's that thing called colorism thing colorism yes but what's it called Uh, when you're like you're pinned to something there's a specific stereotype well potential I guess stereotype. No, it's like know, like, it's like you're pinned. You're gr- like um that mean girls seem like if you're from Africa, why are you? Why are you? you know. <laughs> Basically, yeah. No, well, like okay, so like Russia. Russia is technically like in Asia. He's in Asia, and like people forget that all the time because they're like, what? They're not that. Only you know? a small part of Russia is like, in Europe. Only right? Yeah. Like a yeah. small part, but that's actually most like, of their population. It's like somebody pull it? up a map. I don't. I have no idea. I forgot. Well, no, 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 yeah. yeah. Mo- most of the population of Russia is in Europe. I think that's why they're technically... Well, I, I don't know. They're both. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, hold on. Let me, let me look this up. That's, that's a little up. important right there, actually. Because when I was in school, they told me that a small portion of Russia was in Europe. However, most of the population was uh, like was in Europe and barely anybody lives in the, in the Asia side of Russia. Oh, okay. Is that right? Wait, yeah, so that part, see how, like... Okay, so yeah, that, okay, that makes sense. We'll put a, a, in the video, <laughs> probably, <laughs> show a map of this. But basically, yeah, like, I don't know. Okay. They could call, like, they're Russian, they can call it, like, in general, you can call yourself whatever you want, whatever yeah. you are. Like, another th- another thing about the race is when people call specific people mexican when they're not mexican oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i love that i i like low-key kind of feel bad because i'm like damn oh asians feel the same thing and they're like yeah. oh you chinese people are like dude i'm korean <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so uh I, Filipino. Have, I have a lot of asian friends particularly the ones from san diego and the, the things that they tell me, especially, like, with COVID and stuff, they're like, I don't even look Chinese. I'm very obviously Filipino, but I'm over <laughs> here getting hate-crimed, and I'm just like, damn, that's rough. The, no, no, no. Like, even, like, what was it? Back in, was it World War Two or World War One? where the, or the, no, it was World War Two where I think all Asian people, quote-unquote, just Japanese people, were taken to concentration camps. But oh, uh, it yeah, was yeah, really yeah. just the all Japanese Asians. Internments, yeah. All Asians in general, basically. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, I'm Chinese, but like, you're going to go here too either way. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Uh, one of my friends actually have had a story like that where like their great grandfather had that when he was like, he wasn't even Japanese. He was, uh, what's it called? Chinese. So he has a, a racist hatred towards Japanese people. That's crazy. Right. It's, uh, what's it called? Yeah. Like, and like, 
I don't even say anti-racism or reverse racism. I don't know how to put it because technically it's still just racism in, like to begin with. Like it, it works both ways. Yeah. That's the thing. However, when it comes to like people, I want to say in our generation and stuff, I feel like it's taken over, over dramatically a little bit. Okay, well, see, that's... Okay, so, like, you're talking about the reverse racism thing? Yeah. I can't remember how it was explained to me, but apparent apparently reverse racism isn't real by the definition of, of racism, racism itself. Right? And I can't, like, remember what the specific explanation was. It made sense, and um, I don't know. This is, like, one of the things I'm, like, struggling with because I'm, like, trying to be, like, progressive, and I, I'm totally for, like, social justice, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, where do I draw the line and where do I kind of like the give and take? Because, you know, you can't be like overly sensitive for everything and like, you know, uh, like, that much I agree that's with what it is. But like at the same and I'm like trying to be educated. I'm not trying to purposely be like ignorant no. and ignore things. But like the way I see it is there's nothing wrong with asking a question if you're actually looking to get educated. Yeah. But if people take offense to that, I feel like that's not only on them. But if they don't give you a proper response, like, okay, if I, if I just say like, what's like your question earlier, like what's the difference between African American and what's the difference between black people? Yeah. I was like, if I'm actually generally asking the question, yes, I could Google it, but I want your take on it. I still yeah. want your, your opinion on it. Like what, what, what do you think is the difference? Cause like Google can tell me whatever, but you're the one living like in the situation where like I asked my friends like, so what is the difference? Cause I'm not, I'm not sure. And like, I want your take on it because this is what you're living. I know. Um, so like, that's, there, that's always nice. There was one thing, uh, moving away from, away from the race conversation just for the time being, or I guess for now, uh, Google can't also just tell you any answer. Like w one of the greatest quotes, I think, was it, what's his name from the family show, the family game show, Steve Harvey, Steve Hardy, Steve, Steve Harvey. I don't know. I don't I think. No, I, I don't know. I don't. I never watched that show. I just see like some of the clips on YouTube and stuff. But uh, one of the quotes that he said was that uh, his children, I think, if I remember correctly, his he said his his children told him that they can Google anything, so they don't really need to go to school or something like that. Oh gosh. Right. And then he's just like, okay. Uh, he's just like, there's two things Google can't Google. Basically, you can't find answers through Google. And I've respected this man because of this i don't really know him so i can't really just say i full-on respect him but just <laughs> yeah. just for saying this quote i can at least agree with him you know mm -hmm. like for all i know he could be a terrible person for all i know he could be a great person i don't know but anyway um he what he was saying was that like you could you cannot google two things and his children said what were the two things that you can't google i i guarantee you i can google them he's like you can't google success i was like go ahead google success and and go be it mm -hmm. go go be successful and they just read the definition of success and he's just like yeah that's the definition but you said you could google success so go be it mm -hmm. and the second thing which i found the most important which i believe is personally just the meaning in life in general is you can't google experience yeah no. and that's one of the things that's the best thing i want to say in life and that gives you life because experience is everything experience outranks everything yeah for example uh going back to the race thing if you're, uh, let's just say, you know, a Mexican just walking down the street and stuff and you get called like a uh, lazy ass Mexican by let's just go with a, a Chinese person or something. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, like I'm not trying to like attack them in general, but like 
let's just say that that happens, yeah. right? Uh, you are now experiencing that form of hatredism, that hor- that form of, of racism. Now, mm-hmm. your response is what matters with that. Yeah. And if you respond back to the Chinese and say, like, oh, I hate Chinese people, like, all Chinese people, just because they think Mexicans are like this, blah, 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 this and stuff. It could be the same thing with, like, white and black people and stuff, especially with the history that they have and, and everything. I feel that the more you experience something, the better it is for you. And it's your response, it's your action with that experience that makes you who you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like, just experience in general, like, is something that, like, even in school, like, yep. yeah, like, that, sure, school is made to educate you, but there's a lot of things that you learn in life, literally. Just in life. Just in life, like, from day-to-day interactions with all the different people you meet. It's not always just, like, straight from the books, you know? See, the way I see it also is that, like, let's just do a simple thing. Like, uh, this is, this is the best thing I like to do with people too. Uh, the first thing is we're going to plan a a make believe day for tomorrow, right? Okay. We wake up, we get dressed, we're going to go to school. We're there for school. We learn, we take it in and, uh, what's it called? We move on with our day, go home, get changed, go to work, have a, have a nice day at work, come back, go home, go to sleep. Doesn't that sound like a makeshift day kind of yeah okay now let's actually put actual detail in there so you wake up but you miss your alarm so you hit the snooze button next thing you know you're late to class so (laughs) just planning a day won't help out so this is already fucked up in general (laughs) now you go in you try to teach the lesson but you don't understand the lesson you want to get extra help for tutors right Mm -hmm. or from the teacher and you want to say like hey uh, do can i see you during office hours or something like that or this person was distracting me in class or something. Yeah. Just like those small details of experience. Then you go try to get ready for work. There's a bunch of traffic. There's just things that are going to get in the way. It's like, oh, you're late to work again. I was like, why are you late to work? If you, this person can make it to work, why can't you? Yeah. There's multiple things leading up to just planning a day. Which is one of the things I hate planning. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> life you just in to. general just happens. Then you're at work. But let's just say you hate a coworker or something. You have, you know, things kind of just pop up. You hate your manager. You hate, uh, or you hate the customers. It's mostly for <laughs> most people, it's the customers. But there's always something that's gonna get in the way. You can't really plan out a day, is what I'm trying to say too. Yeah. But you already know from experience that it's not gonna be all that well. Right. <laughs> and I say take the knowledge you have which is basically what school is for Hmm. but also just life and use it yeah because if you if you kind of take it experience it don't use it don't learn from it then you're just kind of throwing that away yeah that's kind of all on you which honestly not many people have uh what's it called i want to say the the energy to 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 fight back they kind of just let it consume Mm -hmm. that's what kind of drives it down now, the last thing I want to ask you, and this is what I love to ask people. Okay. Um, and this would get, get like my audience and I guess a sense of yourself. Okay. You're just standing there. Actually, like just, you're walking down the street okay. and some random person is walking on the other side and then just comes up and punches you in the face. What would you do? 
I see. I don't know because like my immediate response. I hate it when people say that. <laughs> so my immediate response is like okay. I'm gonna swing back. Okay. But truthfully, okay. so <laughs> I don't imagine that I could hit them back. So like, are they staying there after they hit me, or are they like? That's you know, a great sucker punching me and then running away. Great question. Okay. See, you're one of the few people that's actually asked another question, which I love. <laughs> so I say this as a term of life kind of a thing. You don't know what the hell is going to punch you in the face. Yeah. There's multiple responses I got from people. And this is why I love that you asked that question back. Because a few people say that they're going to punch them back, right? Yeah. Fight back. I take that as fighting towards their problems, right? Yeah. However, I didn't really describe the person that hit you. I didn't really describe the situation. It could be so the, some big-ass dude or something like that, <laughs> or it could be some scrawny little kid. Like, you don't know the person that hit you. You just kind of, like, responded to it. To it. But you just asked more questions. You're like, did they punch me once or are they going to punch me again? Are they going to keep yeah. striking me or are they going to punch me and just run away? Right. That's what I like. It, depending on the person's response is what is what I like to get, engage in. Cause some people, when they say, I don't know, I hate it when they say that because they don't know the situation. They don't know what's going on with their problems. Yeah. Another thing is if they, if, if they say I'm going to run away, that's somewhat fine. You're at least avoiding it, but you can't <laughs> avoid it forever. And I could always say, this person is the fastest person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, it's very, so obviously it's very situational, like, just, yes. like, with life in general. Because, you know, there's some things that you do have to fight through. And then there's some things that you just have to, like, you have to let it go. Because, like, so if it's a little kid, like, swinging on me, like, what, like, come little on. It's Wars, a little just, thing. Just a little Star Wars thing. That oh, my do. God. <laughs> It's like, you know, it's like one of those little things that, you know, you just have to let go. You can't, like, spend your time trying to, like, beat the crap out of this little kid. But, like... One can only hope. No. Preteens. And, like, you know, there's, like... No. Yeah. So, it's really situational because sometimes things just aren't it is. worth... The fight. Like, fight. Yeah. Like, you just have to let it go. And, you know, there are some things where you're like, yeah, you know, you have to deal with it and you have to get through it um whether it's beating the crap out of that person or just being like oh fuck you basically and like continuing on because even like sometimes like the big things like if there is nothing that you can do that would be beneficial to you then it doesn't make sense to like stick around with it right thank you for actually pointing that out because when people say i don't know i'm always like so you're gonna let them punch you more you're not gonna <laughs> confront them one of the best responses i've gotten when i said that to people was that they say they would talk like they would talk it out yeah i feel like that's also the best response but also like you said it really really depends on the situation yeah like, so yeah certain things like just require more energy than others and it's up to you to decide what what deserves your energy and what doesn't all right, I guess that's all the time we have for today. I know we talked Thank a you lot, for, right? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. No problem. All right, I'll see you guys next time.